Thank you for tuning in again. This is Josh with the 9 to 5 to Rich podcast, the audio blog. And oh my gosh, it is hot out here in Las Vegas. It's midnight and 100 degrees. With that being said, I'm fired up, you know. Um, so pretty much what I'm going to be doing today, what I'm going to be talking about today, uh, giving an update on myself since the last podcast, which was the first one, June 26th, when I got fired from my job the day I came back from paternity leave. Pretty crazy. Um, so it's been a month. It's been a month exactly. Uh, today is July 26th. Today we celebrated my daughter's birthday. Um, so we did that today. That was pretty cool, pretty awesome. It was good to see her and and uh, celebrate with her. And uh, it, it was just a great, great day today. Um, she turned two turn to today so um stoked about that all right so back to it so um so this this thing that i'm doing right this entrepreneurship thing that i'm doing um it's been going on full time pretty much for for a month now and it's been interesting uh very interesting so so i'm going to talk about that and um you know yeah just going to talk about that pretty much um one of the main things I want to talk about today as well uh, are some entrepreneurship topics, um, one being time management, the other one being opportunity, so being uh, abundance of opportunity. So as you already know, if you listen to the first podcast, I am doing uh, Amazon full-time, Amazon FBA, Fulfillment by Amazon, for those who are, who are wondering, and pretty much what I've been doing with that is retail arbitrage. Uh, retail arbitrage pretty much sounds like what it is, is, you know, going to places, Walmart, Target, uh, Best Buy, so on and so forth, picking up items that sell on Amazon. And my products pretty much went live maybe on the 10th or the 11th, I believe, July. And I started seeing sales on the 12th. So every day since the 12th, I've been making at least one sale. Um, so the update on that one is um, month to date so far, got about 800 bucks in sales. So not pretty much where I want it to be or where I uh, plan to be. But it's been um, an interesting, interesting month because of the of the things I've been learning. Um, the things I've been kind of um, intuitively doing, uh, the 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 instincts I've been developing, um, all of the 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 time you know that I've been putting in, and I can instantly see the rewards for them. And what I mean by that, not in monetary means. What I, what I mean by that is I can feel myself getting better, getting smarter, um, getting wiser already. Um, so, so just to kind of piggyback on what I talked about on the first episode, pretty much what I've been saying is I need to do at least 10,000 sales, uh, a month, you know, to, to reach that 2000 net profit that, uh, that the goal that I had, um, um, back at the first podcast, but what I've learned was, oh, and I also said that, you know, I had to spend about 5000 in inventory. Now, this month I've spent nowhere near $5,000 in inventory. Um, and, you know, I remember, I remember 
I don't know, the first or uh, the second week that I kind of started, I was like, man, I'm not, I'm not spending enough. Like every day I need to be spending like 300 bucks on inventory every day, you know, at least, you know? Um, so I was kind of getting frustrated a little bit, um, this month because I was like, yeah, I, I'm, it, it's not, it's not happening. You know, I, I'm not finding things. I'm not, it's not happening, you know? So, so what I learned about that is, um, I gotta be patient. You know, it, it, it comes with time because with the retail arbitrage, it's a grind, you know, it's, it's a serious grind because, you know, you're spending a lot of time, you're scanning a lot of items and you're doing research. I mean, I do, not everybody does it, but I do research right then and there. You know, I, I look at, you know, something called the, the keeper charts. I can go over that, what that means later on, or if someone wants to message me and ask me what that means. I, I'll be glad to explain. So I look at the keeper charts in the store. If I see something that meets, that meets a certain, if I see an item that meets a certain criteria, I go ahead and uh, do a little bit of research, or I do all my research right then and there in that product. So it, it can be very time consuming. So I can spend like, you know, uh, 10, 20 minutes sometimes um, looking through maybe two items, you know, so that's a, that's a lot of time. Um, but the majority of the time, they're, 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 they're winners, you know. Um, the majority of the time when I scan something, I do research on it. They meet the criteria that I, that I set out at the beginning. I do my research. They're usually, you know, they're usually winners. Or, um, um, well, I, I guess I would have to define winners. I, a winner is just something that sells, pretty much. I mean, I guess within, within a month, it's going to sell. Um, so I've been doing that in, you know, like I mentioned in the first podcast, this is not my first time doing Amazon. I did Amazon last year and I'm actually, you know, what, what I kind of, um, been realizing is I I'm doing it a little differently now than I was, um, last year, last year I was, um, pretty much picking out, I was buying items at retail and selling them uh, on Amazon. So I was buying items on retail, but this time I'm finding a lot of good stuff on clearance. Last year I found nothing on clearance. I, I, I don't even think I looked too much because what happened was once I found, I found maybe like five, my main products last year, I found like five of them, you know, very quickly. And um, I was selling out very, very quickly. And I was just replenishing and replenishing. I spent most of the time replenishing. And at that time, I had a full-time job, so my time was very limited. So I, I spent most of my time replenishing on the things that actually worked. So, but this time I'm finding uh, I'm I'm finding deals uh, on clearance, and you know I'm 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 you know making huge uh, return on investments on these items. Um, so so. Just to go back on what I said uh, back in the first episode where I said, hey, you know, I need to spend at least five grand a month to sell $10,000 a month. And it's it's not looking like that's the case. I mean, because I'm 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 buying items, you know, I, I bought this one item for like a dollar thirty five and I'm selling it for 20 bucks. So my ROI on that is about 800 percent, you know, or um, I, I got, you know, I got. I got many items. Like the other day, I I picked up some uh, some um, organizers. I bought them for maybe twenty. One was seventeen. I think the other one was twenty four. And the one I think I I bought for twenty, I immediately as soon as they went live on Amazon, you know, they immediately sold for seventy bucks. 
So, so I mean, it's it's I'm spending a lot less money to make money, you know. Um, so the challenge with that is is how to scale that, you know, how to scale it, how to like, you know, okay, I got tons and tons and tons of items that I spent very few dollars on, and um, and they sell out for you know four or five times the the price that I bought them for. Um, so the, the, the challenges right now for me is scaling that because I, I may have only maybe two or three items of each of those things and they sell out in one day. Then I got to find something else. I got to find something else. I got to find something else. So, I mean, I mean, it's fine. That's, that's, that's the, you know, that's the hustle that I'm, that I'm working with right now. And it is what it is. But, um, so that's, that's the challenge that I'm working with and, and trying to figure out right now. I mean, it's, it's just been like amazing about, it's been amazing how, um, I've just been, um, learning just like when I'm in, when I'm in the store and I'm scanning, I'm, my mind is sharper. It gets, I can feel it getting sharper. I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy and, um, something amazing to experience. But what I want to say about that is it's something that you won't experience. You, you won't develop those entrepreneurial instincts. You won't develop that eye or develop that touch if you don't do anything. You know, I mean, I didn't have this, you know, a month ago, you know, I didn't have, I didn't have what I'm, what I'm experiencing now two months ago, you know, or three months ago, you know, but if you don't start, if you don't do anything, you're not going to know what you're capable of. Right. So, so that kind of segues into segues into my next uh, topic. I want to pretty much talk about, I mean, in, in it's, it's about opportunity. Oh my goodness. Is so much opportunity. Opportunity mean entrepreneurial ventures that we can dive into that cost nothing or very little, um, and we can get started on. You know that that very very quickly. I mean, it's it's just amazing because at one point I did own a, um, I guess you could say a, a, a brick and mortar retail kind of business. You know, and to start something like that, I mean, it costs thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and and you have to invest so much time and and there's so much uncertainty and there's so much risk and there's so much of this, so many you know employees and so much your taxes and and all of these different things that you have to, you know, get right right away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you have to get those things right right away, almost on day one. You know, um, so so to have the the opportunities that the Internet provides us is just fascinating. So I'll give you an example. So during that during the month since the last podcast, um, I've, I've been not only, you know, picking up items, buying things, but I've been um, uh, advancing my my knowledge of Internet business, online business. And I've just been kind of coming across different opportunities. Now, the way I'm doing it is kind of, um, I guess you could kind of say vertical because um, I'm, you know, getting my foot in the door in other business opportunities that are related to what I'm doing now. So it, that's the, I think that's the easiest thing for people to do. If you have a business or an online business, and you want, you know, it's, it's not enough, it's not making you enough, or you, you know you could be doing more, what you want to think of is, what you want to think of is, you know, what else can I do that's very related to what I'm doing now, right? 
so you know I came across something called um, merch by Amazon you know um, basically you know getting into you know the t-shirt business um, and based on what I've heard they you know you can do more than t-shirts you can do you know other types of uh, uh, clothing memorabilia and um, so I came across that and and I'm like yo this is pretty crazy how much you know how much you have to invest in this. I mean, you only have to invest your time. You know, you don't have to invest any money. You know, that's that's the crazy thing. I mean, you can in certain areas if, you know, if you want to, you know, hire designers for shirts and things like that. If you want to hire designers to create designs and things like that. Um, so, yeah, you can, but you don't have to. You know, so, so that's another area. That's another business that's very related to what I'm doing now that uh, I'm going to be putting my, my, my foot into. Um, now that there's a different process than doing the FBA because, you know, you, you have to basically put in an application to Amazon and that's what I did. And it takes like 14 days for them to come back and say, yes, you're approved or no, you're not approved. I mean, I don't see why they would not approve me. I don't see why they would not approve anybody. I'm not really sure. Um, but I guess there might be some people that they would not approve. Um, but that's one example of an opportunity that costs nothing you know, to start and there's nothing but upside. If, if, if the, the thing is, if, if you can get a little bit creative and a little bit more niche about what you're trying to do. So the, the, the niche, some people say niche, I, I don't know. So niche, I say niche, but anyways, the niche that I'm, the, the, the niche that I'm going to, uh, the get, getting into is, um, something called local merch, local merch, you know, where I'm going to be eventually going into businesses and basically printing their shirts for them. And there's more, it's more to it than that. I mean, the, the economic potential is insane and it's also going against what everybody else is doing on merch by Amazon. So as long as you're doing something different than everybody else, you're going to find a way to make money and probably make money fast. Um, so that's, that's one of the things that I've kind of been, um, looking into, to doing that's, um, related to the FBA business that I'm doing now, but something I can probably easily learn because it's, um, you know, it's in the same kind of field. Uh, the, the other one, um, is getting into shoes. Uh, what I mean by that is getting to selling shoes. So I do sell on Amazon. But I started thinking like, yo, you know, I, I don't have to sell everything on Amazon. You, you can't sell everything on Amazon because there's some categories that Amazon uh, restricts you from selling on unless you get approval, you know. Um, so I'm like, you know, uh, talk to my brother. He does the he's in the shoes and buying and selling the shoes and things like that. And I was like, yeah, that's that's, that's something that I can do, too, maybe on different um marketplaces besides Amazon, uh, for example, StockX or um, the other sites that where you can buy, where you can sell your shoes, where you can sell shoes. So <clears throat> I'm already in the stores. I'm already out here, you know, so I just need to learn the trade, I guess you could say. So that's another area that I'm going to be getting into soon. That's going to, um, you know, boost profitability. Uh, also, you know, just, just make me more able um, um, and, and make me more able and makes me even probably almost an expert, uh, after a while, after I do enough time doing it, 
um, on internet business. See, the whole idea is having multiple streams of income. Um, people, you, you probably heard that already, you know, but it's actually very real and it's very necessary because you want to, um, after a while, you know, after a while you want to diversify how you make your money. And if they're all kind of related, that means it's easy for you to do. And also what happens is if something happens, like say something happens to my Amazon FBA business, because sometimes, you know, accounts get suspended. You know, my Amazon account could get suspended because, you know, someone writes a bad review about me. You know, that could be totally nonsense, but Amazon doesn't see that. Amazon sees, hey, you know, there's a customer saying something that's not good. And if it's not, you know, if it, if it meets a certain criteria, I guess for them, they could suspend your account. So say if, you know, that happens to me, you know. But if I'm doing also um, local merch or merch by Amazon and that one's, you know, you know, killing it, it's not going to hurt me as much. I'm not going to go insane because my only source of income has been cut off for a second or two. Now, Amazon suspends accounts and then you have to, you know, fix stuff and talk to them and maybe write a letter or they'll, they'll put it back up 95 percent of the time. They'll bring your account back. But if your account's gone for a week. And, you know, you're, you know, you're relying on that for your source of income, then that's a problem. You know, that's a, that's a serious problem. Um, so, so yeah, so, and, and then also, I'm also diversifying within the FBA business. So yeah, you know, originally, right, you know, you do the toys, you do the, you know, that's the easy stuff, right? The toys and, and, um, what else is real easy? I guess the, the, the home and kitchen items. Um, yeah, search for toys, home and kitchen items. That's probably the easiest thing people do. But as you, um, as you start, you know, after a while, you start scanning things. This, this happened to me. This is why I'm saying this. You start realizing, wow, you know, there's other things I can, I can scan and other things I can sell. Like, I remember I was, uh, um, scanning some bird food, you know, I was scanning bird food and bird cages and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, I can sell, I can sell bird food, you know, and, and it's not a huge amount of people looking at that kind of stuff. So the competition is, is generally lower, but it is a niche market that, um, you, you kind of have to learn about because there are some, 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 some real, uh, heavy and well-known brands in that marketplace. And, you know, you have to find a way to not compete with them. Or if you can compete with them, you can, you can price yourself so low that you can, you know, make sales. But, um, but yeah, so diversifying within my FBA business. So yes, I do the toys. Yes, I do the home and kitchen. Yes, I do the office products, um, and all that kind of stuff. But, um, also, um, um, uh, well, this is kind of another topic a little bit of further diversification in my FBA strategy is also wholesaling. Um, so what I'm doing, what I'm researching now and I'm uh, slowly uh, progressing into is wholesaling products from China um, and then selling them on Amazon. So I can buy something for, you know, you know, under five dollars that sells for forty dollars, you know. Um, so that's a whole different skill set, you know, because you, I mean, it's not hard, you know, you pretty much, you know, you don't have, you have to not be afraid to buy something from China. You do it on Alibaba or AliExpress. I'm on Alibaba right now. And, um, you know, and so far everything's legit. I mean, 
Alibaba does a good job in terms of using their platform to make sure people are legit, you know. So, so, so far that's been good. I got, I got a, uh, I got a sample, um, of a product that I'm going to be selling. I got that in yesterday. I haven't looked at it yet. I, I probably, as soon as I'm done with this, I probably go back in and look at it. And, um, and, uh, basically if it's, if it's up to the, up to standard and it's what I need, uh, what I need it to be. I mean, this one product right here could generate about at least at least about two grand a month net profit uh that one product you know um and then i have um, i think maybe three or four other samples that i'm getting from other suppliers from um from alibaba um, china um that i'm getting of products that i may be selling um more than likely i'm going to be selling at least two of those off tops um, but all, it, it all depends on the sample, you know, and, that, and that's a whole different strategy that you kind of have to to learn. And and it's not hard. I mean, some of it was instinct on how I should go about this. And then some of it was like, OK, I heard something like that in a podcast somewhere else on uh, wholesaling or something like that. Or or and then I just implemented that, you know. So, I mean, the, these you know, this this would be great if I can if these products are what I need them to be. If this goes out the way I plan it to be, you know, I one of these products, like I said, will net at least two grand a month, and the other one will probably be about 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 two grand a month too. And like I said, you're the host on them, so you're buying them much cheaper. Now you're that can go into this maybe in a different uh, podcast or anything like that in terms of the breakdown and how I. How I uh, how I cost the product, how I make sure that I can profit from it, um, even if the market kind of tanked a little bit for that item, I can still at least break even and get my money back. So so I could talk about that later. But anyways, so so opportunity. I mean, there's I'm 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 only talking about Amazon. I mean, but there's tons of online businesses that um, that you know you may be interested in. There are tons of platforms out there that you can get on and become an entrepreneur. I mean, it's just fascinating, you know, um, and I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, it's just it's just fascinating. I mean, if you, you know, if you Google, you know, something you're interested in, I don't know, you know, if you're interested in and um, I don't know, you're interested in selling bird food. You know, what I mean, if you're like if you have like these ideas or if you if you're the bird guy or the bird gal or whatever, you jump on Instagram, you know, jump on YouTube and uh, become that guy, you know, gain that that niche following of people with birds. And if you become that guy, I mean, they'll pay you, you know, Instagram will pay you based on their ads and stuff like that. YouTube will pay you based on their ads, you know, because you're 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 getting a following. And next thing you know, you have a um, you have a brand deal. You know, one of the big brand uh, bird feeding bird food brands. They contact you, say, hey, you know, if you mention this product in, in your in your show or on your Instagram or on your YouTube or wherever you are, you know, we'll pay you this or something like that. I mean, it's it's just it's just unlimited and it's just fascinating to me on the opportunity that we have to do something that interests us that interests us and and actually make money off it and actually get some fulfillment when it's not just about money it's about actually fulfillment you know the thing the the things that I'm learning about uh about myself and about Amazon I mean I'm 
it, it's fulfilling, you know, to feel like, wow, you know, I'm really, I'm really becoming better. I'm really becoming good at something, you know? So, so it's not just money. It's not just money. It's about, you know, about being fulfilled in some kind of, in some kind of capacity. I mean, it doesn't have to be something you totally love. I had no idea that I'll be doing Amazon when I was 10 years old, you know? And also this is not the, the, the last stop, you know, it's not the last thing I'm going to be doing, you know, it's going to be tons of other things down the line. Um, but anyways, so that's about that. So my other challenge that I want to, the other topic that I want to talk about, entrepreneurial topic that I want to talk about, um, is the challenge of time management. Oh my goodness. This is so real. And especially if you already, uh, have a nine to five, it's actually a little bit easier than for someone who's already a full-time, you know, full-time trying to build their business. It's somewhat easier because you have that that block of time that you know is, is you know, you know what you're going to be doing. You already know that, right? And then you have another block of time where you you know what exactly what you're going to be doing. And then maybe, you know, maybe two other blocks of times where you know exactly what you're going to be doing so you can easily maybe substitute some things take some things out that you're going to be doing and all this kind of stuff um one of the things that i that i used to do was um when i when i was working full time well i would get home i would get off work at seven right um i'll go in 9:45, get off at seven i'll probably get home maybe about 7 20 depending on how the day was at the end of the day 7 20 7 30 right and then i get home you know, uh, dinner is, um, you know, either being made or already made. So the kids are sitting down eating, wife's sitting down eating. And after that, you know, I got to do the dishes or I got to do some type of cleaning up, you know. And then the kid, around like maybe 8.30, the kids start going to bed. I got to put the kids to bed. And then about 9 o'clock, um, kids are down. Wife is, wife is, you know, chilling, you know, she, she, you know, pretty much done for the day unless she has some other things she needed to do. Um, but usually it's like, kind of like, you know, talking, you know, talking to each other and, you know, um, you know, having that connection, all that kind of stuff. Um, maybe doing some cleaning, you know, in between that time or something like that. Um, and about, about 10 o'clock is kind of like free free you know for the most part or that's when we actually just give up on whatever needs to be done we'll just give up and say hey it's free time now you know so we'll you know we'll um you know we'll watch tv we'll do whatever we want to do um to about maybe 12 one o'clock in the morning so i knew right then and there that my my time that i needed to work on my side hustle was okay so if i need to get serious about this i there's some things i have to cut out a little bit i can kind of i can work on i can work from nine or ten depending on how the how day went up until about one one in the morning right so so i can work on my side hustle from like nine to one right but there's some people who get off work earlier than that. You know, I was listening to, um, you know, I, I've never heard this before, but I was listening to, you know, Gary V, um, one of his podcasts, and he was mentioning, you know, audit, audit your seven to two. Uh, I think he said seven to two. So audit your seven to two. 
So audit your 7 p.m. to 2 p.m. Audit that shit. Know exactly what you're going to be doing. Know, know, know exactly what you're doing during that time. And if it's a bunch of BS, a bunch of wasteful crap, you need to insert your, your, your hustle into that time. Now, if you're a real estate agent, that's not going to work, obviously. But he was talking about, you know, all these online entrepreneurs. You can work on your hustle from seven to two. Now, it's, now that that worked because that's the block of time. So that's a block of time that where you knew, you know, what's happening because you had your job all day. So with me, you know, one of the struggles that I've been um, been work trying to work with and get better at is time management. Now, I do stay up to about one or two. Sometimes three, sometimes four in the morning now. Um, some of that is due to preparing shipments. I, you know, every, when everybody's asleep and everybody's down in the bed, it's easier. You know, it's easier for me to, to do stuff. You know, it's easier for me to think, you know. Um, um, so I, I sometimes do my shipments around, the, you know, at that time in the middle of the night. Um, uh, I'm usually out in the field. Um, picking up products um, between 11 and 5. And then sometimes I'll go out again, maybe like between, you know, um, 6 and 8. Um, but it's, it's it's been a little bit struggle because I'm going to bed a lot later. So I'm sort of waking up a little late, you know, like around like fully getting up because my daughter gets up like seven or seven thirty or sometimes six thirty. So I get up for a second, you know, give her cereal and blah, 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 all that stuff. Right. And I kind of lay back down and kind of like, you know, catch up a little bit to about nine, about nine o'clock. Then I'm up and I'm, I'm hitting the streets. Well, you know, I'm up, you know, helping my wife out with the kids, you know, making sure she's good, making sure, you know, she got her shower and, and, uh, just, you know, make sure she has, you know, uh, a mental space to, to just get up in the morning and then, you know, do what she needs to do. And then some of that consists of, you know, sometimes, you know, in your life, you know, you got to take care of certain things. There's doctor's appointments, there's bills coming up, you know, there's, there, you got tickets or you got to go to court, you know, and all this kind of stuff that just uh, happens to us that we have to deal with during the daytime. And it's great that I can deal with those things um, in the daytime, but it's kind of also like, ah, man, you know, that took a long time, you know, like I, I, I need to be out working, you know, I need, I need to be out. I need to be out, you know, doing something that's going to, you know, bring some dollars in, you know? Um, so, I mean, some of, some of the challenges due to, you know, um, uh, when at the beginning, you know, when I got fired, um, there's just a ton of things that I need to do. Like I had to you know, still switch over my plates, had to still get my ID. I spent maybe three or four days at the DMV because they kept telling me different things and telling me this and I had to come back for this. I spent a lot of time, more time than I and anyone's ever wanted to at the freaking DMV, right? And then there's tons of doctor's appointments, got a newborn child, you got to go to doctor's appointments and I got two other kids. And, um, and, and it's, it's a struggle for my wife to try to take all three of them to, and she has her situation. So she needs to go to the, to the doctors and all this kind of stuff. And, and, um, it's, it's very, and sometimes, oh yeah, take that back up a little bit. Sometimes, you know, when she goes to her appointments, there are times where she cannot bring any kids, you know, well, that's just the, that's their rule, their policy. Right. So, you know, I got to stay home with them and, and, um, you know, be with them. And it is very difficult um to kind of find that 
that line where, you know, I really need to help out my wife because it's, it's just very challenging to take three, um, you know, three kids under four. One's a newborn. One, one was barely two at the time. And then my four year old to anywhere. You know, it's just it's just a challenge because, I mean, if somebody's crying, somebody's yelling, somebody's screaming, somebody has to pee, somebody's fighting, somebody's not listening. You know, it's, it's, it's very challenging. And uh, I want to be there for my wife. Right. So I want to be there to help. So, yeah, it's, it's 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 somewhat difficult to find that right schedule um, where it's like, OK, well, you know, I, I, it's, this is the time that I work, you know, and this time that I don't. And, okay, she has to do this, so I'm going to be home with the kids, you know, to, to handle this. So it's great that the flexibility is, flexibility is there, but sometimes it's like, ah, you know, like, ah, man, I'm, 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 I'm you know, it's a lot of time that I'm, 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 it's a lot of time that I'm not working. That's how I feel. You know, maybe because I come from the work world, right? You, when, you, when you're in the middle of the day and it's like, you're not, you're not, working it's like hey i'm not i'm not working you know uh but at the same time it's like okay well, yeah when she comes you know when she comes back or when when situations are done i can you know go back go back out and i can focus again and work so i mean maybe i'm not not complaining about anything maybe it's 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 it's, gr- it's a great thing that i'm able to do what i'm doing and it is because i don't have to call anybody to get time off i don't have to explain to my boss that you know my wife is stressed out and, and she really needs more help so i need to be i mean you can't do that you can't do that you, you can't even you can't even do that you know like i didn't have to call anybody to say hey you know i want to take off for my daughter's birthday today you know and i didn't have to feel like any kind of like guilt about taking off because i was off you know for a paternity leave for six weeks now none of that you know so so it's a it's a blessing um it is a blessing to be able to um, to be able to be there for my kids and for my wife, how I want to, but it also, you know, the, the other thing is like, you know, the, the retail arbitrage that I do it, it takes time. So the later I start, the later I come home. And sometimes the later I come home, you know, it, it could be a little bit more challenging for my wife that she's, you know, having the, the newborn and the other two kids, um, at, at certain times. So if she wants to make dinner, that's a struggle. If she, you know, you know, if she doesn't, you know, if she wants to take a shower later in the day, that's a struggle. You know, it's 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 so many things that she struggles with um, during the day uh, or during the evening too. You know, the later I stay out, kind of like, kind of like I don't know, the worse it gets. It it can get maybe for her. Um, you know, because I'm usually I'm usually at home um, like seven or eight to kind of help out. You know, with the kids and things like that. So you know, so you know, it's 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 been. Uh, a challenge and it's a challenge that I'm going to overcome. Now, one of the ways I'm going to overcome it is one of the things that I, that I've been slacking on that I used to do that I need to do better, which is, um, you know, write things down, you know, as simple as, as simple as it sounds, you know, writing things down, writing down your schedule, <laughs> you know, writing down what you intend to do a week from now, two weeks from now. You know, um, I used to do that when I was, you know, before I, before, before the life that I have now, I used to do that when I was single and, you know, college, I, I used to get a lot of things done because I, you know, I had a planner and I need to get back to that. Um, you know, and it's, it's just been a little difficult because there's, there's been these situations that pop up. So sometimes I feel like I'm not in control of my, my, of, of my of my time sometimes and, and therefore I slack on 
making a schedule. Um, cause I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, things, the things keep coming up. I can't really follow a schedule. I, I don't even know what the purpose is, right? Writing one, you know, and that's one of the things I need to overcome and just still get, get a schedule together, you know, know what stores I'm going to hit every day, know what's happening every day, even down to my household, you know, who's getting the bath, uh, uh, for, you know, the kids, who, you know, they get a bath on this day at this time. And, uh, this is happening on this day and this time and, you know, you know, all this stuff. So, so that's one of the things that I want to overcome. And it's one of the things that, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are struggling with, you know, when, when you get home from your nine to five, it could be a little bit slow to unwind, right? You could be a little bit slow to unwind or some people have long commutes. You know, if you live in LA, you know, you, you might have a long commute, you know, um, I, I vowed that I would never work, work more than 45 minutes away from where I live and that's happened. I, I made that a fact, a, a truth, a, something that I did, you know, but some, some people may not be that lucky, you know, or, or some people may not have that kind of choice, but I, I did. I was like, Hey, I'm not working any, I've got to drive 45 minutes. And most of the time I didn't drive in the freeway. And then when I ever did have to drive in the freeway, I, I moved closer to my work. And, uh, and then when I did that, I, I never even had to drive in the freeway to get to work. So, so, um, so yes, time management is, is very important, but you know, for the, those out there with the nine to fives already, yo, you have, you have a, you have actually an advantage over someone who doesn't, (laughs) you know, you believe it or not, because you can, you know, exactly what you're doing. You know, exactly what's happening at what time and you can kind of block, you know, you can kind of put your time in blocks. So it makes it very easy for you to determine, okay, this is the time that I need to be spending, um, not watching Netflix, you know, I'm guilty, you know, I'm guilty. So I, I can say this, you know, I can talk shit. I'm guilty. This is the time I need to stop watching Netflix and Hulu and Amazon video prime, all that stuff. And, you know, and then, you know, spend time on my, uh, my side hustle and no, it, it doesn't have to be a side hustle. If you don't have one yet, it can be spending time on learning about side hustles. So this is the time. So you can say, this is the time I'm going to be, you know, just doing research just you know, Googling random stuff, see what I can find. Um, in terms of like online businesses or things that I'm interested in, or this is the time that I'm going to be listening to these podcasts, or this is the time that I'm going to be, you know, watching 10, 20 YouTube videos on the things I'm interested in that I might, that I might want to get into, you know? Um, and, and what happens is, you know, you might be up late, you know, the thing is, you know, you might be up late, but what I've learned, what I've learned was when you're up late doing something like that, that fires you up. You wake up fired up like you're not tired. You're not tired in the morning when you're up, you know, BSing, you know, watching Game of Thrones back to back to back from 10 a.m. 10, 10 p.m. to 2 to 2 30. Man, you're going to be tired in the morning. But if you watching, you know, videos on, on FBA, Amazon, you know, Merch by Amazon or how to become an influencer or whatever you're trying to do. And when, you, when you're learning about that. Or when you're actually doing that, you wake up fired up. You know, it's it's a total total difference. So some people say, "Oh, I got I got to sleep. I need at least eight ten hours of sleep." I wish I could have ten hours. Of sleep. I wish I could have eight hours of sleep. I sleep, you know, I sleep sometimes as little as three hours, four hours a night, five hours a night. You know, and it's and it's it's not the best thing, but you know, what what are you gonna do? You're you're in the situation you're in. You, you got to figure out how to get out of it, and you know. Sometimes uh, the, one of the ways to cut is sometimes, sometimes, not all the time, is is sleep. 
sometimes, especially when you're trying to get stuff off the ground. You're going to lose a little bit of sleep. You know, it's not going to be like that forever, but it, it, it might happen like that. Sleep is very important. Um, you know, but if you can do what you if you can do what you want to do and still get eight hours of sleep, I mean, that's great. All power to you. Um, but you got to You got to hustle. You got to get on the grind. You got to embrace the suck. Embrace the suck. I mean, it sucks, you know, but embrace it because that's going to get you to the next level. All right. So I kind of ended a little longer than I wanted to. But I think um, I think I covered pretty much for the most part um, everything that I've gone through this past month. And um, like I said, time management is key. That's part of the reasons why I have not been doing a weekly episode like I planned. But um, but let's see. Let's see if we can do a weekly episode where I can give updates weekly. And what I'm going to do um, next week when I next week when I do an episode is kind of just give an update next week we'll be in uh what august so i get an update on you know my my amazon business i'll give some give some numbers you know how much i put in the business how much i made all this kind of stuff so so look forward to that i look forward to gathering that information this is again josh with the nine to five to rich podcasts and i am signing out